morning, everybody. Folks, welcome to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV. We are the Turkey Boys, Ryan Aigner and myself, Scotty Boy. What's we, happening, Hoops? Uh, we're just enjoying the latest uh, Idris Elba featuring Cypress Hill hot track. The hybrid remix, Even If I Die. I'm Err. From the H&S soundtrack. Ooh. Dropping H&S's, that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, do we have any correspondence to start off the show this week? As a matter of fact, we do. Ooh. I'm going to turn this down a little bit. Yeah. I just want to sneak in for the fans. I'm rebranding myself as uh, America's Sweetheart. I feel like the position is open, and uh, I'm taking Yeah, that's it. fine. So I thought Bill Cosby was America's Sweetheart. <laughs> yes. He's been uh, sidelined. I'm taking the mantle. All right, where are we? Where are we? I'm going to read a letter from my dad, actually. Uh, he writes, dad. Rob Ector, shout out. Hey, he now. writes, Turkey Boys, I'm a fan, but when you hit the hunt for Red October, I'm compelled to write in. <laughs> you can't fuck with 007. Wow. He's a god. This movie is a classic. Love the show, Big Ink. He's referring to last show when we uh, put submarine movies. Wait, wait, let, let this part go. Did this elbow. <laughs> this is Idris Elba rapping, folks. Talk about a triple threat, no. huh, Hoops? He can do it all. He can sing, he can dance, he can act, he can do a terrible American accent. What are you talking about, mate? I'm Black Superman. Yeah, that stuff. whole thing made me uncomfortable. It was bad. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, Big Ink, but uh, submarine movies, they're over. Can't do them. Yeah, that, I hated The Hunt for Red October. In fact, I think he might have had me try to watch that. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Buckle up. Do, I can't do it. It's always, yeah. It was a huge, huge <laughs> I don't want to relitigate. Snooze. I'll just say the same things again. They're just, they're bad. Could you? Big could you. Also, uh, should you? Uh, 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 And didn't we also get some uh, intel from Superfan Monty about The Departed? Uh, we did indeed, actually. Michael yes. is known for his abilities in statistics and numbers. And nope. Michael actually calculated how long it's going to take us at the once a week show rate to finish the de- departed in 90 second uh, segments. It's yes. 21 months. So about wow. the next, it's going to take us just under two years. <laughs> I mean, it's Which a big undertaking. Fine. I'm excited. I'm okay with it. Enough is enough. <laughs> oh, right up top. I want to get into some news. Have yeah. you seen the preview for the new Kirsten Dunst Showtime show? Yes, uh, I know. What's the title again? I'm becoming a god in Central Florida. Yeah, it looked. There was a scene. I believe she was. I don't know, like, coaching a water aerobics class, yeah. and she, you know, was rather chesty. That's that's Dunst. Yeah, I'm, that a, was, I'm a big Dunst guy. She's cool. I like Dunst too. She's having a nice like second act right now. Like she was on that Fargo show. She's getting some more like serious work. She's kind of back. Yeah, she was always good. I don't know where she went does she have kids probably actually sometimes no, women depart no, a little bit she's married her. to the guy who played uh todd on breaking bad they, uh, they played a couple on that season i want to get it jesse plemons yes Boom. They're, they're married and i think they have at least one child that makes sense yeah i bet their kid's blonde <laughs> that is a are you blonde <laughs> he's, you're a blonde man but yeah it looks like a crazy wacky like david lynch type looking thing it's about amway that like Cologne pyramid scheme cult that I guess is a big uh, thing out in Florida. That's a thing, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm into it. I'm gonna be checking. There's it a out. couple of cool shows coming. The new Danny McBride show. Yes. That um, we'll talk about it in reviews. But obviously, we're both big fans of the new Amazon show, The Boys. Boys. There's a. There's some. It's good TV. Yeah. There's. It's been a bad year for movies. Great year for TV. When people ask me what this podcast is about, I'm gonna start saying TV and once in a while a movie. Yeah. I love when we have some like good stuff that we can positively talk about. I hate being a, a negative Nancy and just like just, shitting on everything. Right, just talking about all the stuff we hate. It's so much more fun when it's like, it was great. <laughs> like, <laughs> watch it. It's good. But uh, I also saw Wesley Snipes has joined the cast of uh, Coming to America 2, the sequel to the Eddie Murphy classic that I've never seen. Is Eddie Murphy in it? He is, yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. You're, you're a it's, fan of the it's original, It's funny, right? yeah, I liked it. I it's not like that. one of my favorites. There's a few... Good scenes, like Trading Places I liked better. Another one I've never seen. Also good. I've seen the Jamie Lee Curtis jug shot in it. That's all. 
Am I thinking of the right movie? She shows her jokes in that, I think. Does she? No, I can't think about Fans, it. Fans, let us I've, know. Email see, like I said, it's not in my top ten, so. Yeah. I like, I'm, I'm, Eddie Murphy, the actor, is not, to me, <laughs> as good as <laughs> Eddie Murphy, the comedian. And mm. as, uh, did you, you, we, you, on, off air, you were saying you heard Whitney Cummings on Howard. And did you hear the part where they were talking about Eddie Murphy and how he's got to do a new stand-up special? Yeah. And like how people are going to start digging through his old stuff and talking about how inappropriate it all is now in 2019 and yeah. like how much of a shame that is because it was in context at the time it was fine. I think people already kind of have. I've seen people like quote <laughs> tweeting old clips to be like, oh my God, like look at this. It's like, yeah, it's, it's an old bit. Yeah, it was from 1983 yeah, when could, everything was fine. You could get away with more, yeah, like retroactive Poof. outrage. It's like, come on. I heard somebody canceled John Wayne. <laughs> Not yeah, a bit. Exactly. No, that happened online like a few months ago. Yeah. Everyone's like, it's over for John Wayne. It's like he's been dead for years. It's yeah. It's he. It's been over. Like oh no, this he smokes ten thousand of... cigarettes and he's toast. Yeah. Oh no, now I can't watch like the original True Grit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but they also announced the story for the next season of uh, American Crime Story. Crime, <laughs> which is a. Uh, this is the the series. Ryan Murphy does it. The first one was what? The first one was OJ. The second one was uh, Versace, and I enjoyed both of those. The new one is called Impeachment: American Crime Story. It's all about Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. That I'm down. Deal. That'll be interesting. I was and thinking you were gonna say Trump, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> Could you? That's what you think of immediately. But Beanie Feldstein, who's... Jonah Hill's sister? Yeah, a rising star. She's portraying Monica Lewinsky, which I can't... You can, like, almost see, but it's like... She feels young for that role. I don't know. I hope I enjoy the show. (laughs) He's back. I love the clips now. Yeah, I I really don't like her. And I love Jonah Hill. He's one of my favorite... I don't even call him a rising star because he's been relevant for 15 years, but... I just yeah he's risen. he's awesome he's a and a I risen loved, I, I'm looking forward to his next uh, directorial work. Mm. I think he's an interesting person. I like how he dresses. He seems cool. I like <laughs> the stuff that he's working on. He is a, f- a he's a weird fashion guy. Like yeah, he's Shia cool. LaBeouf. He's always wearing like some neon. Oh, if I was famous, I'd wear like a cardboard box on my on my head and just go with it. And <laughs> people would think it was cool. No doubt. No doubt. Um, but yeah, that's coming out. We'll see how that is. We'll no doubt watch it. The yeah. um, a show I didn't even know was happening that's already airing is a a reboot or not a reboot. Uh, they like brought back the original nine hundred two one zero with wow. the original cast. Like the whole gang is back. You got yeah, Jason Priestley. That. You got Shannon Doherty. Ian Ziering. I saw the poster and it was confusing. I didn't see Luke Perry in the poster. Oh, what happened there? Oh no! Oh no! I've got some bad news. What happened? Uh, he passed. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? He's dead? His final screen performance was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, yes, yes. His role was pretty forgettable in that, huh? I liked Luke Perry. Yeah, I He liked- was getting all kinds of work, like that Riverdale work. I liked how they, they made it seem like he was going to be a big part of it. He's in... He's has like two lines he's in one scene if they're gonna put him on the poster they should put like scoot mcnary on the poster <laughs> but that's fine rest in peace uh, luke perry i just spit all over my computer that's gross and uh, uh parsons if you're listening let us know if you're watching this 90210 if you're not i don't know who possibly could be but maybe there's somebody yeah i don't there. i don't think i'm in on that one yeah i never watched the original show i feel I, like I we were either. a little too young for that yeah. Like, I was, like, a Saved by the Bell, Fresh Prince. Even Saved by the Bell, I was yeah. more, like, That and Melrose Place. Yeah, Melrose Place was, like, for people 10 I, years older than us. I remember thinking Melrose Place was, like, pornography. Yeah, I remember, like, like you. it was one of those shows, like, NYPD Blue, where you could watch it with your, like, regular cable, mm. and there'd be a butt. Yeah. And you'd be like, wow. I'd be, like, 10 years old, and I'd be, like, Seinfeld would end or whatever, and, you know, like, the single guy would come on. And then I'd settle in for NYPD Blue, and you'd see, like, Dennis Farina. Yeah. Or, I'm no, sorry, Dennis Franz. Franz in a love scene. Well, that was the thing. They, they're like, we can show butts, but we only show Dennis Franz's butt. It was never, like, a babe's butt. It's like... And you'd wait, and you'd see, like... I remember one time I saw a babe's butt 
but then also Dennis Franz's butt, and mm. it was just not. So you were like jackpot, and then Franz came in and yeah, ruined like, everything. You're pleasuring yourself to Dennis Franz as a twelve year old. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, but that's oh, that's the f- wrong clip. Yeah, that okay. We're gonna power through. <laughs> But that was the funniest thing about like NYPD Blue. They're like, we got butts over here, and like we can say shit once an episode. That was, I remember that being a big draw. I don't understand the blurred lines with TV. Like FX can say the F word, and like Fox can say certain stuff, but like ABC can't. And like it's like it's all this, isn't it? All kind of the same. Like, is there anybody that has the that has ABC that doesn't have Fox? There's a difference between like the main three: NBC, ABC, CBS. And like your foxes and okay. your other ones, I think there's like a tier. Where well, it's a little silly that like they can't show a breast, but yeah. they can have like CSI, which even for guys like us, like there's a, there's some episodes like of Law and Order that are scary. Yeah. And like if a kid, like if I had kids, I'd much rather have them see a boob than like yeah. a gruesome rape homicide. Yeah. And then like the rest of an episode where all they do is like describe a gruesome rape His further. His were all over the sidewalk yeah. and like they just and they have everything. They have the leading they have the murder then they have the body. It's just I don't want my kids seeing that. Yeah. But more news. I saw that they announced they're making a Home Alone reboot on the Disney Plus platform. Macaulay t- uh, in- involved? <laughs> I don't think so. Of course he isn't. But now Are they th- going to bring back that kid from 3? Well, that's the thing. They'll only... It'll just be judged on like whether or not they do or don't do the stuff from the original. Like Now that Disney owns Fox, the raping and pillaging of all Fox's intellectual property has begun proper. And... Uh, yeah, and that's all people talk about, like, yeah, like, will it reference this or that? It, you can't even watch it as its own thing. It'll only be judged by how faithful or unfaithful it is. It's like, Ugh. it's like watching nothing. And it'll be, you know, they'll, like, update it for the times. It'll be, like, the digital bandits. Ugh. <laughs> Harry and Marv will be, like, hackers now, played by <laughs> Thomas Middleditch and <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> <laughs> I can't he got wa- me with middle ditch. I can't wait to turn middle it bitch. Middle bitch. I uh, I really like Daniel Stern. We talked about this the I other mean, day about how who doesn't about how he kind of just faded into obscurity. Like he recently did what was that movie where he gets his dick cut off? The Workaholics guys movie. Yeah, Game Over Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he played uh, Aidy Bryant's dad on Shrill. He's kind of backish. He's getting some work. He needs more work. Yeah, he needs you all the work. You heard it here first, 100 listeners. <laughs> Give him everything. Yes. Um, Fucking legend. The Do you have any news? Top. What are the top five movies right now? What do we got? Oh. Or the weekend lineup. What's going on there? Um, well, the top five movies of the week are Toy Story 4 at number five. Okay. Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Number four. Number three, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh, bumped. It's already getting Uh bumped by... Number two, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Woof. A.K.A. Fast and Loose. We'll get to that. We'll be getting to that in short order. Yuck. Number one is still somehow The Lion King. Enough. A.K.A. The Turkey King. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, And and it's it's not a good week for new releases, either. No. Look at listen to the movies that are coming out today. Listen to this rogues gallery: The Art of Racing in the Rain, Oof. The Door of the Explorer movie, huh. The Kitchen, huh. and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah, the it's this. You, let me get this straight: It's a creepy kids movie mm. with Michael Pena as Dora the Explorer's father. Pena. A castrated PG thirteen horror movie from some stupid book we read when we were kids that no one cares about. Correct. Um, a yeah. movie with a dog dying starring Milo Ventimiglia hmm. and another female-driven comedy with an agenda, probably directed by some clam. Sounds like summer movie season to me. I think I'm going to gouge my eyes out, Hoops. It's over. This yeah. is now a TV podcast. Wow. You're done with features. I'm out. That being said, you want to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again <laughs> after, the, after the show. I do. I had a fun cheapie about the kitchen. I... I posted the poster and then just wrote women belong in as like an all-woman cast i think i saw that and didn't get it i know i didn't get the love it deserved i feel like a dumbass i feel like nobody got it but what can you do 
I have a little more news I want to sneak in. Yeah, what do you got? Did you see the Pitbull video for Three to Tango starring John Travolta as Pitbull? Uh, no. Wow. We don't need to, like, watch it or cue it up because the song is rough. But I just think it's amazing. Like, they're a duo now. Like, Pitbull, for fans who don't remember, did the original score for the movie Gotti, which Travolta starred in. And now they're, like, buddies. Travolta's, like, playing him in a video. Saved. I think the song Three to Tango is based on uh, Pitbull and Travolta tag team and some babes. Ugh. Just a thought. Um, <laughs> a lovely thought. Uh, Marlon Wayans is doing the Lord's work. He's keeping the Fat Suit movie alive. I haven't seen the trailer for this, but I saw the poster and I was sold immediately. There's a new Netflix movie called Sex Tuplets, where he very Eddie Murphy portrays several different characters. Yeah, I'm on board for that. At least two of whom are fat suit characters. That's funny. Like a fat woman and a fat guy. And also one of them is Little, which I was thinking it might be like the grown-up Little Man. We might be seeing a continuation of uh, Little Man's character arc, which yep. I'd obviously be very, very interested in. Can't wait! <laughs> Can't wait. Um... Matt Dillon's uh, new short film Nimic from Lobster director Yorgos Latimos. Mm, yes, who also directed The Favorite and Killing of a Sacred Deer. All good movies worth a watch. And I think some of them are on HBO now, if you have HBO. I'm interested in the fact that it's a short, in and out, quick. Oh, it's a short. I short. didn't even catch that. Yeah. I can dig a short. I really like Matt Dillon. Most he's, movies he's, should be shorter. <laughs> Drugstore Cowboy is one of my favorites of all time. Man, I could just see all those <laughs> bottles of pills waiting for me at the pharmacy. <laughs> Couldn't resist. And I enjoyed him in the in Employee of the Month. Mm. Not the Dane Cook version. Yes, although you enjoyed that one as well. I did. <laughs> yes. That's a reveal. I knew it. <laughs> that, uh... That's a deep pull, that Employee of the Month. I haven't thought about that movie in years. I him, believe it's on the shelf over there. Him and Zahn and Christina Applegate. That's Steve a good little Zahn indie. Like a that no grifter. one li- no one listening to this has seen it. But nope. Maybe check it out. I believe I rented it from Blockbuster and then purchased it at Blockbuster. Ooh. Let's take a stand. I saw that Atlanta got renewed for seasons three and four, which is, they almost never renew shows two seasons at a time. That's so awesome. It's pretty serious, and... It seems like that show's been gone a while already. I feel like season three should be, like, starting. Instead, they're, like, they haven't even started filming it yet, so we're going to have to wait for that. (laughs) But that'll be fun. Jeff Goldblum's new movie, The Mountain. Are we in or out? Mountain Girl? Tell me about it. I don't know much. I just know that friend of the show, (laughs) Udo Kier, is involved. And for those of you who don't know, he's the Tom Ace guy from Ace Ventura. (laughs) Tom Ace? (laughs) He's one of those guys, you'd see his face and you'd be like, oh, that guy. Mr. He was, Ace. He was like that weird guy in some horror movie years ago. I'll, I'll watch it based on his Congratulations on all your success. You smell terrific. <laughs> Take That's a stand together. Strongly. Um, there was a good article. I'm not going to talk about it because we've done enough Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but there's a good yes, article in The Guardian about Tarantino and the end of Hollywood as we know it titled Over the Hills, mm. which I think is clever. Yeah, that's fine. Worth looking up, guys. That's on The Guardian. Just Google The Guardian, Over the Hills, Quentin Tarantino, something like that. It'll come up. I also saw you were posting about that Nicolas Cage article. Did you read that? I didn't. I just liked the picture. Is that a New York <laughs> Times article? Yeah, yeah. No, I did the same and figured as much, but I actually want to read the we article. We need that article. It's probably it's, relevant. But they say at the beginning it's like 5,500 words, and it's just like it's such a daunting article. It's like a book, but... I mean, Cage deserves it. I'm going to sink my teeth into that article yeah, that's at some like, point. That's like an eighth of a small book. Yeah, that's a lot. Realistically. It's like a day. But everyone says it's good. I'm going to check it out. It's uh, on the NewYorkTimes.com, probably. Check it out, folks. But uh, also, did you see the trailer for the Shia LaBeouf movie? The Peanut Butter Falcon with Dakota Johnson? No. The, the one that he wrote about his experience growing up. Oh, a, I did see that. quote-unquote showbiz dad. He plays his dad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a masterpiece. Like, I think it looks interesting, yeah. I think it looks really cool. And Lucas Hedges is playing him. I can't stand Lucas Hedges. You're, I don't, he gets so it? much work. He does. He's like the kid in every movie right now. He's like, yeah. He's really, really happy that, um, that Anton ben, Yelchin died. That ben is back. Anton Yelchin, he kind of like aged out of those roles. 
but uh, I know what you mean. I guess Green Room kind of pu- pushed him ahead out yeah. of that. But he, he was like getting older. Yeah, true. They're but, about the same age, though. I think Lucas Hedges just looks young. Yeah, but that movie looks good. We're big LaBeouf guys. We are. Enough. I'm always friend of the show. I'm still pulling for a Mutt Williams standalone movie, but uh, Steven Spielberg will not return my calls. And. I think that's all I had for news. You got any, any more news? Um, the Euphoria season one finale uh, was, was it pretty enjoyable? good. I enjoyed it. Made and, me a little emotional. Oh, tears? No, I can't do tears, but it was it was there. I cried at a movie I saw recently. We'll get to that later, Let's folks. hear that reveal when it comes, yeah. Um, what else? Tyler C. Uh, from The Bachelorette. <laughs> Notoriously uh, is now going on dates with Gigi Hadid, supermodel, former uh, weekend uh, or dated the weekend a year ago. Yeah, she's one of those, she's like a Kardashian type. Right, like a buzz. I know even less about what they do, about what the Hadids do than the Kardashians. I think they're just supermodels. They just do like... That's they enough, get more I guess. work in that world than it. They probably make a lot of dough doing that. The Bachelorette is bleeding into other segments. Um, and then what else? I saw that the OA got canceled. Good. Didn't, didn't you the watch second that? Second season show? was awful. Yeah, I gave okay. up on it. All right, it deserved it. Speaking of sequels, It Chapter Two uh, has a release date, September sixth. And oh. it, that runtime leaked, and it's two hours, 49 minutes. Yeah, you told me that. What the fuck? That's way, way, way too long. That's that's over, in my opinion, that's an hour and 20 minutes too much. Yeah. That's two, that's two movies. At least, like, an hour too long. Like, get real. Like, who do you think you are, it too, making a, a basically three-hour-long movie? Can you just imagine, like, my your neck falling asleep in the chair and being like... Because I walked out of the first It. I didn't like it. Ooh. They're tricking me again with the good trailer. I thought it was fine. I hated it. And I'll see the second one. I, it's fun to talk about It because you can say, like, I hated it, and it's, uh, uh, you know, he gets it. He's laughing. <laughs> he gets it. You want to get into reviews? Yes. Um, Although, real quick... Yeah, yeah. One Shot or a Lullaby, The Red Sea Diving Resort, a new Netflix movie with Chris Evans. He's like saving refugees Oof. or something. Unfathomably boring. Put me to sleep very, Yeah, I can't very do that. That quickly. sounds awful. It was bad. But uh, let's get into reviews. You want to start talking about The Boys? Ooh, cut. I'm going to get my beer, bro. I the boys, the boys. My first, I, I number my notes, and number one is wow, <laughs> wow, wow. I know wow. that's your catchphrase, but I mean, I have not been that hooked on a show in a while since Mindhunter last summer. I'm really glad you liked it. I feel like I recommend stuff all the time, and most of them don't hit, and this one hit. And no, I was, your I was wreck's pleased. usually a wreck that you say that is a wreck for me, and not just in general. Yeah, but real quick for the fans. Just explain the show. This is, um, it's like a superhero show on Amazon Prime. It has a very clever, like, current storyline, even though I guess it's based on a comic that's very old. It's, like, all these superheroes exist, and they work for a big corporation, and they do whatever it takes to make it appear like they're the good guys, and, like, maintaining the status quo while they're, like, killing people and, like, blackmailing each other. It's, I feel like... It's what it would be like if superheroes actually existed. Agreed. Yeah, like there's a great like whitewashing in all mm. movies about superheroes that's not happening here. It's like a realistic portrayal. Yeah, like the main one is like evil Superman is like despicable, but he's a very fun character who's It's from the director of Barry Watson's Boogeyman, which I think <laughs> should sell all of you. <laughs> yes, the unforgettable 2004 vehicle boogeyman which we were talking about we saw that in theaters yeah yeah. which is like embarrassing couple of zeros (laughs) let's edit that out (laughs) the fact that we saw boogeyman 
point zero. Yeah, it's, it's produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to. Yeah, that's fine. We, palate I, cleanser. I, I like it when we do it at the same time, like dueling, yes. like our Wahlberg thing. Yes. You know, you do my voice every show. I mean, we're just sneaking you in. Come on, listening out here in Tinseltown? <laughs> I'm going to beat you into oblivion. Me and Donnie and Paul and Alma listen every episode <laughs> at the Wahlberger's Hingham location. And we think it's a, f- a fucking laugh ride. But, uh, yeah, the boys, it has some cool directors also. As you were saying, the guy did Boogeyman. But also Dan Trachtenberg, who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane and some cool episodes of TV shows that I enjoyed. It's good. Can we take a second for me to appreciate the fact that Haley Joel Osment get, is getting that work again? Yeah. Yes. I want to do nothing but take moments to appreciate Haley Joel Osment whenever we can. Every scene with HJO involved is my are, were my favorite scenes. Yeah. That's your takeaway from anything he's in. Yes. Um, also. There's a scene where a woman kills a man <laughs> while he eats her ass. Yep. That was one of my other favorites. That was hot. That hit home. <laughs> that would be a terrible way to go. I mean, that would be the dream way to go. I don't know. I mean, I, I like to associate that with a happy thing. Okay. Um, is, it, is your final... The one got line... There's a line where a guy says, I gotta see about a girl, which made me laugh. Always fun. I thought it was weird that Simon Pegg was on this show. I mentioned this the other day. I thought he was a bigger star than being like... the. Ninth. I didn't agree with that. I think this is right in his wheelhouse. He's like the 19th lead on this show, playing some, like one of playing, the main characters' dads. Um, Dennis Quaid's son's father? Yes, <laughs> literally. It's just like a very nothing role. I just thought it was odd. I yep. don't really like Dennis Quaid's son. He also got Elizabeth Shue in there as a shapeshifter, which I thought was fun. That she was shape, cool. She shapeshifts a lot. Or I said that wrong, but fans get it. Uh-huh. Folks, I had two sips of beer. I'm out of control. He's drunk, folks. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, but yeah, The Boys is dope. Loved I, it. it was, Amazon Prime. Don't want to spoil anything. It's a spoiler-heavy show. Yeah. So. We danced around it. I didn't even take that many notes watching it because I was just enjoying it so much. Very rare for me. I'm a big note taker. Yeah, I love when I see you pull out the notes. I'm like, here he goes. Yes. Look at this kid work. The um, uh, What else? Can I get into The Farewell? The movie that I saw solo the With other Aquafina? night. Yes. Oh my god. You got tricked into seeing that. <laughs> yes, I did. Explain how. Okay, this is going to sound like a spoiler, but it's the premise of the movie, and it's explained in the opening scene. It's the grandmother of a close-knit family is dying. Her family decides not to tell her because they don't think she can handle it. And then they pretend that two of the kids in the family are getting married, so there's a reason for the whole family to get together. So that she's not like suspicious, mm-hmm. and it's a fun setup. It's a, uh, it's about a, a Chinese American family. So you learn about some aspects of life you don't see on the big screen too often. Can I taste your juice? <laughs> I felt like a, a clip was brewing. I saw this at the Loring Hall Theater. I do love that theater. Which made it much more charming. This is like an old, rundown, like classy theater that only has one screen they have like chandeliers in there and every time you go there there's like a, a seasoned crowd of old folks who are are laughing at all the like cheap family jokes like <laughs> like the theater was filled with just like oh oh, oh ooh. but uh, I want to get into the Aquafina stuff if I may for but a moment yeah go nuts I've complained about this before there's an actress who goes by the name Aquafina which is like the water brand but the first part is spelled like awkward and which is just an unacceptable nickname it's terrible she's trying to be like a serious actress and she's like i'm aquafina (laughs) and i realized she cheated her way into being a household name with this by putting an uninspired twist on the name of a household water product she's like oh i'm just aquafina and like people are going with it it's just that would be like me going by aquaman Cause like Aquaman's a thing. I'm Aquaman, like A W K W A man. That's my new thing. Am I a superstar? Aqua hoops. Yes. I'm piggybacking on the the new classic Jason Momoa film, and hopefully I'll 
But it was just ridiculous. Like, is she planning on going by Aquafina her entire career? She needs to stop this now. Her real name is Nora Lum. Completely reasonable name. Go by that. What do you think? I've actually never seen her in it. Actually, did I see that? I saw Ocean's 8. So I really know almost nothing about her. Yeah, and, like, people are, like, saying, like, Oscar buzz for Aquafina for this. Like, she's fine in it. She was okay. Like, not memorable. Nothing's really even, like, asked of her. One of the quotes on the poster said, Aquafina is a new kind of movie star. And it's like, yeah, fucking unremarkable one, maybe. But the big reveal, I cried watching this movie. <laughs> As I tend to do. Scotty Waterworks. Awesome. I cried one drop of Aquafina sitting in the theater. Yeah, but, uh, I really, really like when you cry at movies. I've actually been to about 190,000 <laughs> movies with you and never seen you in tears once. Okay, that, yeah. Bums me out a little bit, to be honest. I don't, we haven't seen the right movie. The right one like, that'll, like, get like me Like Adam there. Sandler's Click? <laughs> I know, that got you there. Yes, it did. But yeah, I'm a big movie crier. I got a heart of gold, just in case fans forgot. And uh, Scotty Tears. Yes, but it's, it's always notable when it, a movie gets you there. It's a scene where, in the movie, someone's restraining their emotions, and that made me emotional. Like, I, I, I was sitting there doing the same thing the character was, but powering through. Movies are powerful, folks. And, uh, yeah, folks, if you cry during movies, let us know what, uh, get those waterworks going. Email us at enoughthepodcast at gmail. Tell me what you've cried at recently. And other things, the movie Aquafina does that cupping thing that you do. Yeah, yeah. What is that again? It's, um, I'm going to explain it poorly, but basically the, the idea behind it, you put these, I guess, plastic cups on your body, mm. and they're suctioned to your skin, and it kind of brings blood flow to certain areas, and it helps to have, say, there's stagnation in mm. the muscles of the joints. and. That's what I kind of figured. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice... Uh, I don't know. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's. It looked, I do it, it once a week. It looked nice when she was doing it. I was like, maybe I should do that. And I, uh, I meant to ask you about it, but I forgot till now. Scotty cups. But yeah, the farewell. I liked how low key it was. Like it wasn't trying too hard. It was just unfolding in a very casual, realistic fashion. Some movies try too hard to be everything, and I like when a movie zeroes in, in an almost autistic way, on just what it's trying to be. And I, I made a note that this is, movie reminds me of an Asian royal Tenenbaums with a reverse plot. I don't really remember what I meant by that, but... Oh no, like, in, in story and in tone, because the, the matriarch of the family, she's dying, but she doesn't know it, and the rest of the family does. It's kind of Tenenbaumsy, And also there's a lot of scenes where people walk in slow-mo while music plays. It's Wes Anderson-y. But yeah, it was a decent movie. Check it out if you're in the mood for a sob story. Aquafina, <laughs> change that name immediately. Oh, and one more thing. The As I was walking out of the theater, uh, like everyone was getting up. It was a packed house at the Hingham Loring Hall. This uh, white woman in front of me said to her party of friends, now I want Chinese food. Oh. Which, like, the movie does feature food, but I just laughed at the idea of this white woman from Hingham watching this poignant movie about a Chinese family and her big takeaway being, mm, now I want Chinese food. I respect it. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Good for her. But that's the Good farewell. for you. Um, did you want to get into it? Or the Whitney Cummings special? The Whitney Cummings special was not good. I thought it was pretty rough to start. Woof. She's one of those people... What'd you like about it? She's someone I think is funny er in appearances, like when she's on Howard Stern or on a talk show or what have you, but her actual stand-up's kind of whatever. Mm. The stand-up was, wasn't great until... I thought she had some really inspired uh, sex doll material, and then she brings one out. Like, she made a sex doll that looks like her, and, like, I a ruined, bunch of... She had all that on her social media, so I already knew that was coming, uh, that's... so it didn't hit at all. See, that was, like, a surprise for me. Yeah. I liked seeing a stand-up special where, like, that was, like, an event. She, like, brought out a sex doll and had, like, 20 minutes of material for it. I thought it was it was yeah, good. Yeah, see, I, I ruined the surprise, which I guess is where the half the punchline's coming from. Yeah. I thought it was all right, though. It's got some laughs. Not the best, uh... 
you know, probably a three out of five stars if you want to give it a star. Do you have a... Do you have any reviews before we get to the the featured review, Hobbs and Shaw, aka? I watched uh, Seth Rogen in Long Seth Rogen and Charlie's Throne in Longshot. <laughs> Randall Park has a little bit of a role. It yeah, opens this... it opens with like Seth Rogen infiltrating a white supremacist group, which I thought was funny. I'm, I'm picturing that, and I'm having a lot I'm of like, fun. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get a swastika tattoo. <laughs> like, and yeah, they I... start the tattoo, and then I he hate, gets I caught. I hate him. <laughs> oh, the Jews. <laughs> And he kind of drives me nuts, but I do love him. Oh, he's the best. I'm a big fan. Yeah, like at he's, the same. He's like the friend you love to hate. Yes. Kind of like me, I guess. What? Um, it is yeah. time to take a stand. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna see that. It kind of bombed at the box office, which bummed me out, because I heard it from a lot of people that it was. Really it was funny. cute. Yeah, like yeah. it was like a nice. I like them as a duo. Real, Seth Rogen just and like Charlize. nice and quick, real tight rom com. Hmm moderately uplifting like it was just it was a breeze breezy flick uh it's on i rented it on itunes for you know six bucks or whatever yeah i'll watch it when it comes to like stars and right it will um what else i don't have an obit this week do you i don't either i'm not just gonna kill something for the sake of it so let's put a pin in it till next week We don't always have to have one. Um, Bachelor in Paradise. I know you love it. Well Hobbs and gotta do do it before Hobbs and Shaw? Ooh, the standoff. Let's do Hobbs and Shaw first. You're right. I mean, whatever you want to do. Hobbs and Shaw was a big pile of crap. I have a lot of Hobbs and Shaw notes. <laughs> I, guess what? I definitely probably have more. So let's just get right into it I hope you, you edited them like I know you do so much. <laughs> I did, but there was still so much. This is like an essay. This is like the Nicolas Cage 5,500-word article. But, okay, fans, first of all, I'm a big fan of the Fast and Furious film franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited for this. You've been hearing us talk about it for weeks, and I really did not enjoy this film. And now let's go into why in great detail. First of all, do you remember the moment where you were like, I think I'm out on this movie? Was it early for you? Did I say that out loud? No, I'm asking you. Oh, it was very, very much. in The, the Ryan Reynolds cameo killed it. Oof. I was like, as soon as he's like, I'm Ryan Reynolds, and I'm just a goofball. His cameo made me sick. Like I felt like, uncomfortable. Like, hey, I'm in this as Deadpool, basically. <laughs> like, I show up and do my thing. Like, I got a big poopy in my diapie, and I got a bunch of pop culture references and Game of Thrones jokes. Well, the jerks still are called. They're running out of you. He made me sick. Also, the Kevin Hart as an air ma- marshal cameo made I li- me sick. I, I actually thought that was funny. I know. You're such a Kevin Hart guy. I knew, <laughs> I, I knew you were going to bounce back on this. <laughs> Him just popping up. Like, who told The Rock and Kevin Hart that they were, like, good together? Because uh, they're not. I like it because one's really big and one's really small. I mean, that's all they have. That's all that's going on there. But, yeah, early on in the opening scene, like, Idris Elba in- introduces himself as... Like, someone says, who are you? And he goes, bad guy. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I was starting to get concerned. Like, who are you, Billie Eilish? Wow, my references are so hip. You're so woke. (laughs) But, yeah, The Rock and Statham, they're not even good together either. Helen Mirren, more British than ever. This movie lives or dies on the fact that this is a good duo, The Rock and Jason Statham. Pretty much. And they're not. They're boring together. It's just them over and over again like, I don't like this guy. This guy's a real asshole. And then he's like, you're a wanker. Well, you're a real son, bitch. It's just like, it's not interesting or funny at all. It just goes and goes. At some point you'd be like, these guys, you gotta just put this uninspired banter aside and team up to fight this uh, superhuman car guy. But yeah. And they have like sexual tension. I was waiting for them... I was waiting for a scene where they have, like, a passionate makeout, like in basketball. It never comes. <laughs> the director of this movie loves neon. Every other scene is, like, drenched in, like, purple or neon green lighting. It's kind of distracting. It's, like, very John Wickish. I think this guy directed one of the old Wicks, which makes sense. He directed the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe the second one. Oh. Um, th- there's, like, two guys who directed the first one, then they branched off. It's a whole thing. But you were saying Helen Mirren is extra in this, British. Is in this movie for some reason being unbelievably British. Her and Jason Statham just going back and forth through a jail cell. Yeah, she's like in prison. Hey, man, you know, mate. And yeah. da, da, da. They call you cheeky wanker. 
And she's in prison, but it's played as like a joke. She's like, I'm having fun in here. Like, you can break me out after you save the world with Hobbs. It's like, don't you want to get out of prison? Like, It not- seemed like... Uh, like they were dialing it up a notch. It felt like the departed Boston accents, just like extra yeah, like, accenty. Yeah, like British people watching that movie Don't are, are that. probably like, oh, like tone it down. Yeah, like come on, that's not realistic. And Idris Elba, who plays the bad guy, as he says, uh, he plays a character who is impervious to basically everything, and he can do anything. Yeah, bullets to the chest, yeah. everything. He's totally fine. Although you, his head's exposed. Shoot him in the head. Yes. <laughs> Nobody shot him in the head. He has a self-driving motorcycle and like all this stuff, but he just can't beat The Rock and Statham in a fist fight. <laughs> like he can handle anything, but that. And like, yeah, he's on the soundtrack singing for Christ's sake. It's overflowing with cliches. The as rock- soon as they involved the Rock Samoan family, yes. I wanted to walk out, and I was like, kind well, no. of surprised that you didn't even suggest it. I was hoping <laughs> I would have, but I was really hating it. I would have left, but I, I needed to see. I just need to see what happened. Yeah, that's the worst part. They they go home to visit the Rock's family. They try to shoehorn in some time-honored Fast and Furious familia stuff. But I wasn't into it this time. This familia sucked. Like his stupid mom and all his brothers. And then like speaking in Hawaiian. The rock sliding down in. that rope in the beginning off of like a 400 yes. story building with his bare hands. So outrageous. Um, and yeah, like when they go to Hawaii, they're being hunted by a guy who like can't be killed and has all this tech and stuff. And their big idea is, let's head to my home of Hawaii where my family is and they have literally no Samoa. weapons. Samoa. <laughs> they have nothing but like malice. Is Samoa in Hawaii? That's a dumb question. Or is it its own country? And then the Hawaii's not a country, Ryan. Um, and the Rock says, "Brother, you may believe in machines, but we believe in people. You may have all the technology in the world, but we have heart. No machine will ever beat that." Yes, it was Those, so and that, I wrote it down. I was like, I gotta get this. <laughs> I loved you. Let out a a very loud like oh in the theater. <laughs> When the Rock dropped that line, uh, the Rock, the yeah. Rock says so many times, or says brother so many times. At like towards the end, I was pissed that I didn't keep track. Mm. Like I wish we had a brother account. <laughs> yeah. You were like a ticker, but yeah, the Hawaii stuff, like it's so dumb. You know, the Rock was like, "Can the end of this movie take place in Hawaii to honor my heritage?" And the producers were like, "Sure, like whatever you'd like. Yeah. Who cares if it doesn't Reginald make sense? Reginald or whatever the fuck his real name is, <laughs> and will seem completely shoehorned. Let's just do it anyways." And uh, also, The Rock, he's like, I know the one man who can repair this very high-tech machine that extracts viruses from DNA, which is, the whole plot of the movie is like, Shaw, Jason Statham's babe sister, like, injects herself with this virus so the bad guy can't have it, which is also literally the exact same uh, plot of Mission Impossible 2. And then they need, like, yeah, they need someone to make this machine that can extract it. And The Rock's like, yeah, my car mechanic brother in Hawaii can do that. And they go there, and of course he, he whips it up real quick. And it's just like, it's so ludicrous. And I got to the window and startled her a little bit, and then I explained to her who I was. They sneak in the backstory that The Rock turned in his criminal father and abandoned his familia. And now I get why Vin Diesel doesn't like The Rock. It all makes sense now. He's not a family man. Uh... <laughs> And also, The Rock and that blonde babe have zero chemistry. They try to, like, play Them up... having the, that kiss? Yeah. That wooden kiss? Yeah. It was like she a had father... more chemistry with her supposedly brother. Yes. Literally. It was... Woof. It was rough. And also, like, in the Hawaii scene, they're, they're fighting guys with guns, and they just have mallets and stuff, but then they take the bad guy's guns offline. Like, someone's literally like, Oh, no, all our guns are offline. It's like, why are your guns attached to, like, a Wi-Fi network? It was, like, the dumbest action movie thing I've seen in so long. And then Indra Selba's like, how long till we get the guns back online? It's, like, it's such a stupid, like, uninspired movie. It ends with The Rock, like... The Rock's big thing in movies is he's always, like, holding stuff to death. Like, Skyscraper, he's holding a bridge up. In this movie, he's holding a helicopter to, like, 45 cars that got strung together by his... Stupid Familia. Ugh. He calls Nos Moonshine, which I thought was kind of fun. That was like a bright spot in all this like murky turkey nonsense. 
And also, PG-13 fight scenes are boring. Woof. And I'm sending them to the obituaries. I'm not a fan. We do have an obituary. Okay, yeah, PG-13 fight scenes. Yeah, they're over. I need an exciting R-rated fight scene with, like, grittiness. And, like, like The Raid or The Raid 2. If you haven't seen those movies, they're great. You should check them out. PG-13 fights are people just, like, boringly crashing into each other. And, like, they're just, like, throwing each other and yeah, slow-mo punching. Gets so old so quick. And... I'm not a fan. Yes. In, in summation... I'm not a fan of mischief. <laughs> mischief! Hobbs and Shaw, it's one of those movies you can tell they just cobbled together in a rush. Like... They're like, oh, we'll have Hobbs and Shaw argue, and then they can argue in this location, and then they can argue in that location. And it was just bad. Me watching this movie, it was like a smile, like slowly turning into a scowl over the course of two hours and two and a half hours. Also, this movie was unnecessarily long. Could have been an hour shorter and should have been. Hobbs and Shaw, you let me down. Should have been called Fast and Loose. That's probably the last time I'll say that. Probably. Yeah. Let's obituary that as well. <laughs> <laughs> it killed me the first time. Um, I mean, they're going to make a sequel. Maybe that one. They definitely will, is, the, is the sad part, because it made so much dough. And one more. I also love the real-life beef that the actors are involved in. I don't know if you saw, but like... Rock and Statham? Well, that... No, The Rock and Vin Diesel like famously hate each other. That's why right. this movie even happened. But like Michelle Rodriguez is calling out Chris Morgan, the writer of Hobbs and Shaw, and he wrote all the old ones... For being like, you don't know what we're doing with the ha, or, uh, what's his name? The Han arc. Like, all these people hate each other. Like, none of the familia can Didn't get they kill off Han? Yeah, but, like, Jason Statham's character killed Han, and now they, like, turned him into a good guy. A lot of people think that's kind of lame, and I guess they're doing something with that storyline in Fast 9. It's just, all these people are insane, and take their series that somehow became... It's pretty much a success way their, too seriously. all of their gravy trains, so I would imagine. Yeah. Ugh, enough. Enough is enough. Yeah, that was Hobbs and Shaw. Um, you know what time it is, Hoops. <laughs> yes. The, um... Fans will remember, we're over the Bachelorette now. We're into Bachelor in Paradise. This is a whole new world, folks. Don't they have a new theme song? I feel like we should have a new theme. I They do, but I don't know where it is. Wow. I couldn't find a copy of it anywhere. At least not oh, a clean well. one. Mm. I need, like, that nice... I'm just... There's so many different iterations. I figured I'll stick with that. We need to think of a name for this new segment. Um, Bachelors in Hell. How about Chris Harrison in his casual wear, just chilling <laughs> on the beach? How about him just being the luckiest, most boring, idiot asshole on earth who just gets to show up and quote-unquote host all these shows... Which means, like, talk to these dullards for two minutes and then disappear. He stinks, and I don't like him. I thought we'd have a break before Bachelor shows, but we're back at it. Oh, right back. And then The Bachelor comes after this. Yes. You know this. This is a show I actually... I watched this at the gym. Because to sit on the couch and watch this show is What, did you watch insane. it on your phone? I did. On Hulu? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it on my TV like a... Like a real king of a man yeah it's 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 real stupid it's stupider than the bachelorette yeah. which i didn't think was possible i need to couple it with something that makes sense like going to the gym just yeah, to like i appreciate it. that yeah. um chris harrison i covered that taisha the black girl is probably my favorite so far she rolls her r's which is kind of annoying she was hot is she the one with the nose uh, she's. There's a girl. She, I don't know. There's like three spicy. It's not black like bad. Babes. She just has like a prominent nose. She's a babe. I don't know. I liked her. I can't remember any of the names. Blake is, I think, gonna be the main villain, I guess, because he's like having sex with everybody, and he's mm. just a walking cliche. He roars in in a Wrangler in the beginning. Yes. Um. The intro to the show showed people crying a lot. There's was, a lot of tears. I was laughing. Like, people crying in that scenario is very funny to me. Yeah, like, what are you crying about? You're <laughs> like, in Mexico, hanging out with a bunch of good-looking people, getting paid to do nothing. Yeah. And you get to be on television. Just relax. So many of these people are just, like, you can tell they want to be actors, and they think, like, if they, like, make enough of a scene on this show that they'll show everyone they, they can have jobs. Yeah, like somebody at William Morris is like, ah, yeah. that's the one right there. 
And also, when they introduce these people, it's... Like, they have to have, like, a thing, because there's so many characters, they need to, like, really quickly be like, okay, this is what this person's thing is. They introduce this one babe, who her big thing is, she loves hot sauce. Did you see, you must have seen this. I saw it. They show her brushing her teeth with hot sauce, Ugh. she's drinking it, it's it's her like, this is my whole personality, I like hot sauce. Yeah, I think that's Jane. Yeah, I was just like, okay. The one with the really awful voice. Yeah, I think so. And then they had Cam freestyling again, only it was like a produced bit. Mm. Yeah. Real, that, real bad. That gave me the I got the such shows. a, like, my whole neck tightened up. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Hannah G seems to be sort of bounced. She's the one just smooching with everybody. I was going to do the thing. <laughs> yeah. You were going to do that or the whole... Not to be confused with Hannah B. From, Hannah B uh, is... Bachelorette. She's Friend of the involved. show, yeah, uh, Bachelorette star. It's funny because um, this is the same kind of show as The Bachelor, but it's much more ridiculous. It's closer to like the real world kind of thing. Yes, it's more about, same deal. Only it's all about having sex. Yeah, it's all, you know, The Bachelor. It's people like going on vacation, doing this and that, and games. This is just like just people in a house like switching sexual partners. Yes, over and over again. Um, and that's fine. Demi. She seems like a stupid idiot. Demi. The one who's sexually fluid, and she's like trying to... <clears throat> that scene of them trying to be woke. Sexual, her, sexually fluid is a gross phrase. But yeah, yes, go Her on. having that conversation with Hannah B might be the stupidest interaction I've ever witnessed. The Bachelor just pretending that they have any type of idea about what it means to be gay. Mm. Or like, just this, it's just a bunch of hetero white people with, with the most boring perspectives on the planet writing these oh, yeah. lines Ooh, and she's yeah. just like well you know i i've been dating a woman and hannah b's like no one can tell you who to love uh, and it's like why are you even on the show yeah because you guys were friends from Colton's season or something of the bachelor or when the people just, try to be ugh. funny and like do none of them are funny there's some rough stuff when they come out like i got a, i funny. got a bit here like who's just John Paul Jones comes out and like I like him. He roared down in like a speedo doing like a Tarzan yell. It's like, oh, are you like challenged? That scene where he pukes on the beach, that made me happy. I don't know if I even saw that. Yeah, he gets at one point he's eating tacos. I think it's with that Jane girl, and she put too much hot sauce on the taco. Oh, I, Jane. I honestly think that that was like a precursor. To, and then he's just vomiting on the beach. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I like when people. Give, I was laughing. This guy is doling out some realistic compliments. He tells this one babe, "You are one of the most beautiful women who has ever been on this show." <laughs> and I just love the the pause. Yeah, like instead of <laughs> oh, not alive. Of just being like, "You're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen." He's like, "You're one of the hottest chicks I've seen on this show." Yeah, that's fair. She's like, "Oh." I'll take yeah. it. She did. She loved something. it. She was somehow very... The girls all trying to give each other advice. That cracks me up. Being like, girl, you should just go right up to him and just say what you feel. Like, should I? Like, could you? Could I? I think I'm Team Clay. Would the, I? The big black guy who was, in the, tried, who was in the NFL. He was doing the workout on the beach. Really big, nice arms. I don't remember him. He looks great. <laughs> I'm Team Clay. Does he have dope lats? Dope everything. Um, Hannah G making out with Dylan and then wow. West or whatever his name is, Wes. And then Dylan got all sad. And then Hannah G made out with Blake. I was like, what? <laughs> that shocked me. That I, yeah, I barely recovered from. What? What about that guy Cam, the leopard print shirt guy? Oof. Who Him was, rapping, yeah. And he, he was from one of the other He was on the Bachelorette. ones. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone was like, What's his thing? ABC always, always be cam. Be cam yeah. yeah. Always beach cam is his new thing. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you caught that. That literally made me wince when I I was watching Scotty the sh- wince. I was watching the show alone, just like <laughs> just like. I watched it with the dog. She was out too. Stomach. Um. I need a sidecar. Yeah, that's all I got on Bachelor. You got anything else? I thought it was insane that this show's on twice a week. Yeah, there's two of them. I know yeah. you missed that second episode. You are correct. <laughs> Like watching three hours of this show every it's week. Two and twenty. I don't. I mean, well, uh, or two and forty, really. I mean, because they co- you watch it on Hulu, no commercial. It's true. The no commercials saves it. Without yeah, if I had to watch this with commercials, like a four hour block oh, of this every. My week. My sister watches it live. I don't know how she does it. She's like, "Aren't you gonna watch?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> this is like thirty seven minutes of Clinique ads. 
No, I'm not. No, I don't. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. For the, for the show, I'll only do it for the fans. Everything I do, I do it for you fans. Appreciate that, and I appreciate you hanging in there. I don't thank you enough. Wow. Uh, 90 fans. seconds of the departed, just fans. for you. I'm going to tear up again. Like I'm sitting in Loring Hall watching the farewell. My goodness. Appreciate me roaring in. I do. Monty, thank you for doing the departed awesome. math for us. 21 months yes. left. <laughs> I mean, I don't ever want to attend. You've already pretended to be a costume from South Boston. Every weekend. Every weekend, Sergeant. Perfect. <laughs> that shrug. <laughs> for you? For me. Okay. Wow. This is a historic moment in 90 seconds of the party. It's very... You had to ruin it. <laughs> wow, and we've just reached the titles. Only took us, what, six, eight, twelve weeks? Fans, The Departed famously has a very late title sequence. We're on, this is episode like 29. We just got to where it says The Departed on the screen in this movie. Wow. Historic. <laughs> Leo doing dips in his uh, prison cell. Well, no, I know Sean Costa down on Elm Street. That's my cousin. I'm connected. Not too bright. And I know. I mean, no offense. Stupidest song ever written. I heard you was in the stages. Leave it till Stadies if we're right. close. It's about to be, yeah. You said you was in the Stadies. <laughs> and that's 90 Seconds of the Departed, folks. Uh, the what are your plugs? Uh, check out Uncle to Uncle. It's a fun movie podcast just like this one. Follow Night Openings on Instagram. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Seasoned. Rate and review the show on iTunes and SoundCloud. It helps the numbers and such. Mm-hmm. And I want to sneak in a preview for next week's show. It's a new segment. Next week on Enough. The uh, season three of Glow just came out today. I don't. Are you a Glow guy? Uh, not really. I'm a, I'm a fan, so I'm gonna be getting in there. I like we, Mark Marin. We may yeah, get in there. It's he's great on it. It's the best thing he's ever done by miles, and lock the gates. But uh. <laughs> And also next week's Succession Season 2 starts on Sunday, so I'm sure we'll be talking about that next week. And uh, there's a new Rocco's Modern Life special on Netflix, which I thought was odd. Fans around our age will probably remember that Nickelodeon show, Rocco's Modern Life. I'm going to check out the new Netflix special and uh, report back to you. And as far as movies go, I'll probably go and see The Kitchen because I'm a psycho Come on, man. and a sicko. Don't do that. I'll see something. Just for the fans. Wolf. Um, <laughs> I got nothing. Follow me on Instagram at Ankner. Uh, we have Enough the Podcast at Enough the Podcast on Instagram. Ooh, yes. uh, enough the Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a letter. We need. It's nice to have a letter every week, folks. Send enough us Enough the Podcast. Yeah, just send us something. If you had a thought about anything we brought up at all, just give us something. Something negative, ideally. Yes. Um, and also, the. Talk about how awful we are. The what was I gonna say? The the going on iTunes and subscribing, mm. rating That's and big. reviewing us is huge. So please do. It's huge. Huge. Do you still have that sound effect? Yeah, I just can't find it. Huge. <laughs> Perfect. Huge. We're back. Yes. That's yes, it. Yes. Um, I don't know. Have a lovely evening, folks. Folks, I'd love it if you'd have a good one. Have a good one, man. Please. Cowboy. Cowboy. Also, Kid Rock got canceled. What do you do now? I mean, he had like a, a tweet against Taylor Swift. Everyone's mad at him. But, I mean, we're still cowboys. Bye, fans. Yeah, this is going to stay. Well, I'm packing up my cane and on my head I